Did you know that the inventor of Pringles is buried in a Pringles can? What? I didn't need to hear that. I thought you were telling me something important. Well, you need to hear this. Welcome to You Need Need to Hear This. Join me, Sohana, and Belinda as we talk about all things uni advice, uni experiences, and uni challenges. Come along as we navigate the complexities of uni and talk about all of what we have learned. Join us every Saturday for a new episode of You Need to Hear This. Hi everyone, welcome to Radio Pause, the sound of NUS. I'm Sahana. I am Valinda. And you're listening to You, you Need, Need to, to Hear, hear This. this. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to episode 5. So today we were thinking of talking about modules and exams. So Belinda and I are actually from different faculties. She's from Biz and I'm from FAST. And so we have very different modules. Even the way the modules are carried out are different. Um, our exam structures are different. And I don't know, I think it would be cool to talk about some of those differences. And hopefully, if there are any freshies or any kids coming into uni now, it could give you a little bit of an insight onto the difference between um, school and, and uni. Yeah, because I feel like... I didn't know a lot of stuff, even though I came from like poly, right? So I thought, oh, I'll be kind of used to the uni format and everything. But I really didn't know a lot of the things that were going on regarding like module planning and like examinations when, yeah. um, when it really came down to it. So I feel like it would be really helpful if like we can talk about it more, although it can be like low key, quite technical. So I hope you guys don't get too bored mm. Yeah. <laughs> so how about we start with like the first um, very important question, which is like, how do you plan your modules? Ooh, big question, big question. Mm. Um, okay, so for me, because now I'm a year two student and I'm in my fourth, fourth semester. So I was actually just telling my friends that I feel like this semester I finally cracked it. Like I figured out how to carry out my semesters and how to get the whole thing done. Yeah. So one thing I did, which, um, which I was like really... I'm really proud of my 18-year-old self for getting this done because when I was in school, I was not the most organized with anything, like with my submissions, with all of that kind of stuff. But I think when I hit uni, um, I don't know, like in, in the August before I joined uni, I was like, mm, I think this is something I should do. So what I did was um, on the NUS website, we have like for each faculty, you have this big list of requirements that they put out yeah and I know when you're right it's so it's so good isn't it so like as a freshie I was just like okay I know this is important but I kind of didn't understand like okay what does this mean though but I still just kind of put it into my own word doc and I kind of just made a list so that requirement like list shows you like the requirements you need to graduate the requirements for your major for a minor like what classes you need to take so for me as fast again this is gonna get very technical Mm -hmm. but so like as a fast major um, so I'm, I'm a communications and new media major with a double minor in sociology and global studies. So to do that, for to graduate in four years, I need to take 160 credits. And then to graduate as a CNM major, I need to take 84 CNM like MCs. And then for each minor, I need to take 20. And then generally, as a fast graduate, we have to clear some baskets so we generally have to do those five general education modules, which I feel like everyone kind of has to do, mm-hmm. those five. Um, so I have those five modules for general education. And then we have these three fast baskets. So it's like one's humanities, one's social sciences, and then one's Asian studies. And we have to take one class of each of them. So there's a couple of those things. And then there's also some like generally you have to take fast classes, which are like to get you ready like for the workplace and stuff. There's like under the CFG thing we have, which is like the Center for Future Ready Graduates. 
So basically, in total, we have all those modules. So if, if, for example, if I'm comparing it to the 160 I need to graduate, you can almost like clearly carve out what modules you're taking because it's like I need to take 84 from my major, I need to take 40 from my two minors, and then all these restrictions and all these other requirements. So honestly, like from my first semester, it was kind of mapped out. Sure, like in my first semester, I didn't know if I was minoring, like what I was minoring in. So obviously I took some subjects, like I took psych thinking, oh, I might want to minor in psychology. Obviously I didn't, but it's fine. Like, you know, you have those little moments, but yeah, there's like a lot of planning you can do. So like a lot of people take, um, they take their major and then they try, a lot of people I've heard try to clear up your general education in the first two years, mm -hmm. but I don't like, I don't mind doing it in my last year as well. I don't really see a harm to me. Like my personal favorite is doing like half of them major and then half of them fun. So that would either be a minor oh. or like a general education. Yeah, like I can't imagine taking all my classes just at New Media. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I don't love New Media, like I love it. But like I need a little bit of, you know, getting out of it. Also because so yes. many times, I don't know if this happens for you, but for us, like I really see the overlaps in my modules. Like if I take three New Media classes, something will be overlapped, like some theory, some like some sort of project. So yeah, I like having a little bit of extra. And then um, we'll talk about this later, but like you're going on exchange, I'm going on exchange and things like that. Like even when you go on exchange, I like to plan what I might take in exchange. And then that way you can figure out what you'll take when you come back. So generally there's like a lot of planning, but I would say like the first step to planning your modules is maybe having that big requirement list. I feel like that helped for me. How, how, how do you think you do it? For me, I know that a lot of people when they went into like business school and everything, they already had that list in mind with the all the whole like, yeah. It's just a big Excel sheet with all the requirements. Like, oh, okay, so like for business, they need like 160 MCs to graduate, right? So they'll put like, okay, you need 160 MCs. And then like, uh, they need the GE mods. They need the core modules, which is way much more for like business school. Because I know when I was looking up CNM, right? It was like those five modules. But for like biz, it's like you need 13 modules for core. Oh yeah, that's another one. In, in your specific major... They're going to be requirements too. Like I have friends in life sciences. They have so many requirements. And like, oh my God, one of my friends, she's an engine, like engineering. And some of them are just pre-allocated to her. Like her entire first semester oh, was yes. just pre-allocated. Yes, that was for me also. Oh, like, really? Uh, yeah, because um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm also in LPP. Okay, it's a bit difficult to explain if you're not really in university yet. But okay, so it's like mainly just like... Um, a language preparation program which uh, you can choose between German, uh, Japanese and French I think those three yeah and usually um, first years I would say they don't really look into electives yet because that's more of a thing that you think about later on correct but uh, for me I had to think about it really early on because I was signing on for this program so in my first sem the pre-allocated modules that I got were already like all those business modules and my, my German modules. So I only had one module to choose when others had two. Yeah. So um, I think you got to really like see, evaluate your circumstances. It's really differs from people to people. Like I know a lot of people like in their second sem, they like to overload for business school. I've heard a lot of people like to overload in other faculties too. But then for me, I know I was swamped in SEM 1 with like the 20 module creds, which is like five modules, right? So I, I know that I wouldn't be able to manage it. So I feel like I would suggest for you to just take one semester of like 20 modules first, 20 module credits, and then 
after that, then evaluate whether you can like go on to overload mm. or like, yeah. I think the first the first semester they kind of make it mandatory to take twenty. Like they oh, don't yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't allow you to overload, right? And I honestly think that's really good because like as as freshies we were so confused and also like I was the first. I think we were like the first semester that was fully online because of COVID because ours was August. So everything that was happening was also not how the normal university would take place. And then add on to that, the fact that it was like COVID and we just didn't know what was going on. Like I remember my first semester, I missed so many quizzes or like random yeah. things because I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh, I barely understood what a lecture and a tutorial were. And then you tell me there are all these like, oh, forum posting, oh, fill up this, fill up that. Like, literally by midway through the semester, I was like, oh my goodness, I've missed out so much. So honestly, like, my first semester was not ideal, which actually kind of leads me to another thing that I do, is that, like, in the beginning of the semester, I go to the module overview of each module, and then I make a list of all the things to you. So even if it's, like, a quiz every fortnight, I'll write the dates down for each quiz, and then, like, on a big Excel sheet, I will, like, you know how you, like, color code them, and then you, like, date sort them? So it all comes, like, by the date. And oh my god, that Excel sheet is like my holy grail. Like I have it like printed and like stuck wow. on my wall. I look at it every day because there's always something. Like in for me, for my modules, there's like, oh, a forum posting, which is actually zero credits, but like zero percent, but it's mandatory. So it's like I have to do that. Or it's like, oh, you have to fill up this random peer review, which is like one percent every week. So there's always like those little little things that you will definitely miss out on. And like, I think that's another thing we can talk about is, like, the way our exams are. Mine are not, like, oh, midterm 50%, final 50%. No way. Oh, my goodness. It's, like, one thing 10%, one other thing 15%, one thing 10%, and then later in the semester, you submit a revised version for another 10%. Like, it's literally insane. So, you're going to lose out on that. So, I think if any freshie is listening, like, try to make a list of all the things you have due, even if you think that it's the smallest things. Because, yeah, those ones, you get you get lost with them. Yeah, like, I think we mentioned this a lot of times in our podcast, but it was very difficult to, like, organise the dates when you first mm-hmm. enter university because, well, they just, like, load it onto you on the first session. Like, they tell you, okay, this, there's exams, there's quiz on, like, this, this date, this... And then they never, ever, like, remind you ever. Never, you ever. expected to remember. Yeah. So, I feel like the most important thing is just sit down and just write all these dates somewhere in your calendar, in anywhere just anywhere that you refer to often yeah and then so you can keep track of all these yeah and somehow it's like not only for one module you know it's like five modules with all these like different different submissions so you're gonna get overwhelmed so just like make sure to stay organized that's the yeah. most important thing i've learned like which, our our portal luminous actually does give us reminders for like oh you have a quiz due yes. but it doesn't give you reminders for everything like it won't give you a yeah, reminder yeah. for some submission or something like you're gonna miss mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, don't take, like, Luminous for granted, I would say. Yeah, just keep track on your own, you know. Don't rely on, like, mm-hmm. Luminous or any other stuff. Yeah, I think oh, you should and, do it yourself. Yeah, and I feel like one important thing that I didn't realise um, was that important until I came into university was keeping up to date with my email. Oh, oh my god, that email. I'm constantly on it. Yeah, I, I have to check every morning. I never knew I would be the type of person who, like, checks my emails every morning. I'm the type of person who, like, has 4,000, like, spam mails in my personal email account and ignores every single one of them. But then when it comes to my school email, I'm constantly up to date. It's, like, the first thing you have to check every morning because that's where, yeah, because that's where the lecturers tell you, oh, they're feeling unwell or, 
oh, there there has been changes to the grading requirements. Or yeah. Just basic. There's so much there. information. Like I remember mm-hmm. once I was sleep- like I had my friend was over and we were having a sleepover and then the first thing I did when I woke up was like I checked my phone and like she was just like haha like oh my god you check your phone as soon as you wake up and I was like no I'm not checking social media I'm not checking my texts or anything I'm literally just checking my emails because I think that was a semester where I had like three or four days in person so very very often there would be an announcement yeah luminous does these announcements right so very often there'd be an announcement being like this is cancelled this is moved to a different room or like there would always just be something to keep up on and a lot of my lectures would also they would tell us like some of the requirements like some things you need to bring to class like the morning of so little things Mm -hmm. like that i needed to like just check in on and it's it's so important like sure you're gonna get those like not spam emails, but you're going to get emails about webinars and talks that you don't really want to go to. But there's also so much other information. So many of them, they message you and they're like, oh, the grades for this thing is out or something else is out or, oh, the, the poll is open, but only for five hours. So if you don't check the poll in those five hours, you're going to lose the poll. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like, I know we say responsibility, but yeah, there's like a lot you need to just kind of keep up with. Yeah, so now maybe we shall move on from the jury topic of submissions. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we rented like so much about that and yeah. you guys are still here but yeah. we're moving on to like a more interesting topic which is our electives. I think there are a graduating requirement for all of us yeah. or NUS students. Mm-hmm. Yeah and um, from what I know um, JC students or IB I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I got this correct but like for business school they have to take 46 more okay. credits worth mm-hmm. of electives but for polytechnic graduates you only have to take 26 so actually oh, nice. graduate in three and a half three years. and a half semesters oh, mm-hmm. oh so three and a half years yeah so uh we have one semester less because like of the whole elective oh thing. that's so nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh i feel like you gotta really know this before you enter mm-hmm. plan your your electives out because i think some of them will be used for your major right yeah i think like mm-hmm. for fast or at least for cnm we ra- we have 36 um ele- like mcs mm-hmm. for electives but then they say 28 have to be outside the major but eight could be inside or outside so mm-hmm. it's just kind of up to you on like what you want to do with those but that's also that differs for every single major i know my friends in yeah. life sciences have completely different electives requirements like it's it's really mm-hmm. per major but i think it is really important to know how many you have to graduate with like one thing i faced a couple of weeks ago i think i mentioned it to you which i was kind of irritated about was um like i didn't realize some of the graduating requirements I needed specifically from NM. Like, of course, I said there was 84 MCs, but under that, like, a set number had to be the 4,000. So basically, the way NUS works is we have 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 level modules. So it's pretty much like year one, two, three, four, but, like, you can take them in different years as well. But Mm -hmm. so to graduate, I needed to take a certain number of 4,000 modules and a certain number of 3,000 modules. So when I did the math, I've taken more than needed of the 2000s if that makes sense <gasps> so i realized okay. that i was just taking mods and like it wasn't really helping me like because like l- like let me tell everyone if you graduate with 160 mcs or if you graduate with like 200 mcs they don't care like it, mm-hmm. it doesn't give you any additional thing like if anything it'll just give you more stress so when i did the math i realized i'm graduating with so much more than i need and it's like if i could turn back time i think there was like maybe two mods that i didn't need to take but I don't really mind because, like, I don't know, my view on university is, like, I would rather get, because obviously taking extra mods is going to 
like dip your grades like obviously right yeah like you're gonna you're gonna take a little hit to your gpa but i i don't know i have this personal feeling that it's like i would rather take a little dip to my gpa and learn more then take like the bare minimum because I'm also not too stressed right now. If I was stressed, then it's another discussion. Then I would be like, I am dropping out. But I don't like, if I didn't know this, I wouldn't mind. Like, you know, this was just like additional information that I was like, oh, whatever. So yeah, I think that's another thing you guys should check in on is that like, if you want to just do the bare minimum, you really need to be on your game because there, there's so many people who I realized they're in like year four SM2 and then they're just like, oh my goodness, I need to take one extra mod. And then they're taking a whole nother semester for it. Or they're taking yes. special term or something. Because there's so many tiny re- like requirements and stuff that you're going to miss out on. Like, you know, apparently, you can only take 60 MCs of 1K mods. Because if you take 64, Ooh, yes, it yes. doesn't count, right? Like, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, this is also new, like, to universities. Just university-specific. Oh. So... Oh my gosh, it's like a lot of things you gotta realize before you even choose your modules, which is like, honestly, I feel so overwhelming. I didn't even know this existed. Thank God, like, you take 1k modules in year one, but if I didn't realize this before year two, I would be like, Especially, like, because electives, most people take 1k mods. Like, most people Mm. try to do, like, the intro mods of different subjects, because you just, it's like electives, right? But yeah, you need to keep in mind that you can only do so many. So, okay guys, now that you have a better idea of like what electives are and hopefully how to plan your modules, I hope we really did help with that aspect because I feel like that's a really big part of university and also the hardest part, aside from your your everyday life of like dealing with stress and everything. But yeah, we'll be talking more about UEs and homework, projects, exams, basically your, your workload uh, in the second talk set. So hope to see you there. See you! See you! Welcome back to the second talk set. So in this talk set, we'll be talking more about the unrestricted electives, homework, projects, and exams. Ooh. Yes, okay. So maybe we should start off with like our continuation of unrestricted electives. Right. Because I feel like, um, although we all know like what electives are, I would feel like a lot of us don't know what are offered, what yeah. are the options we have. So... Maybe we can talk more about the electives we took yeah. and also what we enjoyed about it and whether we would recommend it. I don't know. Yeah. So now you, you finished a whole year now. So which mm-hmm. electives did you take and like what, what were your opinions on them? Okay. Um, because I'm in LPP, as I said earlier in the previous talk set, um, the only electives I've taken so far are the general education mods, which mm. yeah. Suhana talked about, and also the um, German language mod. I took the 1K mod and now I'm on the 2K mod. Nice. Um, so for the GE mod, I feel like it's a requirement for everyone. It's the, the data quantitative reasoning one. Yeah. Um, yeah. GR. Yeah. And um, personally, I feel I liked it a lot. I don't know about yeah. everyone else. Like, I was so tempted to change my degree to like a math degree after taking No that. way. Yeah, because my um prof was a math degree major so I was like oh he seems like he enjoys teaching this module and then every time he taught something a new concept introduced a new concept to explain the concepts that were in my GAA module I felt like it was very fresh and interesting 
But now that I'm taking another math mod, I realized I'm not fitted for math. So thank yeah. God I didn't transfer. Yeah. 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 But I feel like for GEA, right? A lot of my friends, I like the the thing I like about it is like a lot of my friends were from different faculties, the friends I made there. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um you get to meet a lot of different people because it's like a uni level requirement, right? Yeah. 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 And um from what I know is you either love it or hate it because I know some um science majors like my friend who was in food science she mm. didn't have a single food science module for like the whole first year because Whoa. it was all pre-allocated to her right so she oh, couldn't she just had a bunch of requirements yeah it's all like prerequisites so she had to fulfill all her prerequisites before she even started taking food science modules and she was mm. suffering like oh, GA no. was not her thing yeah, I know a lot of people say that as well. Like, um, like one of my friends, I she just she could. I mean, this was like kind of on her own like part, but she couldn't secure some like her major modules. Mm-hmm. So because of that, she was like, you know what? Let me just clear all my other requirements. So she had like one major, like one class for her major, and like three general education, <gasps> and then one other random module, and it literally didn't even feel like she was studying for her major. Like that entire semester she it was like it wasn't even like she was focused on that. So yeah, I think that happens quite often that like you have like even now currently I'm taking more mods that are not my major than my major. I'm taking oh. two of my new media ones and three of my minor ones because I'm taking two sociologies and one global studies and then oh. one of the general education ones. So yeah, I think that happens but I mean it, it averages out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Like if you take more of your business school mods now, you will you will de- definitely do less in the future. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like what you like it, how you want to mm-hmm. plan it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and one important thing I feel that like we have to touch on is that genu- general education mods doesn't have exams, I think, right? I don't actually know. I think... Because... It, uh-huh. I mean, I also think it's different because so basically I, when I finished... Like, when our year finished, they changed the entire system. <gasps> yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the whole GEA thing you have, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Ours is very different. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. Yeah, so it will be kind of different. So, I feel like you can give a better insight into that. Because when we did it, um, they have exams or they'll have, like, the, I think it's because of COVID, they had, like, presentations and other types of Oh, yeah, we have presentations. But for you guys, yeah, maybe. I mean, you guys also have a lot more GEs, right? Mm, yeah, we have five to clear five modules to clear but mm-hmm. um i feel like i read somewhere i'm so sorry if i give you the wrong information but like i've read somewhere that they don't have exams okay but no exams Ooh, doesn't mean okay. there's no end semester test you know like uh, at the end of semester is um it's like exams are the higher weightage ones which are more formal and would be held after reading week but everything before like reading week is the less weightage mm-hmm. ones yeah which you you has less time to study I for. have that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, um, so yeah, I guess GEs for me, okay, it's suggested that you would finish them in your first two years, that's why I know everybody in my year right now, um, in my business school, my faculty, they are all like taking a lot of GEs. I have one friend who's taking two GEs and that means like she only has three business modules and oh. yeah, and honestly, I'm like, okay, I guess they are following like what the university recommended, but mm-hmm. for me, I would like my year three when I'm taking like, you know, like two three K mods to yeah. like yeah take GE where I 
more chill and relaxed do you know what i mean <laughs> honestly yeah like i know there's some people who feel like i mean it's really dependent on who mm-hmm. you are i know some people say that no you know i just want to get over these because a lot of people don't really see the benefit of taking them <gasps> yes, I, yes. like i love them like now i've taken four yeah i've taken Ooh. four gds are four out of my five and i can tell you they are amazing modules like i'm so glad they're made required because mm-hmm. especially when we did it we basically had to do like one of them is thinking and expression. One of them is Singapore studies. One of them is about culture. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a very, it really makes you like well, all-rounded, very like holistic learning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I yeah. love that because like in, in IB, we studied all of this stuff. Like, we need to be like holistically, like, you know, developed. So I'm glad that it's like such a thing. So for me, I like having a little bit of it every year, you know, just kind mm-hmm, of offset mm-hmm. the difficult like academic stuff. Because yes. this is still very academic, but um, I know there's some people who are like, no, get it over with. I don't want to touch it when I get year three, year four. And I'm like, okay, you don't know, to each their own. Um, but yeah, I do think like there's like a lot you can find in these GEs. I like I, I again, I'm only just gonna talk as someone who I think it's it doesn't work anymore because the GE system has changed. But mm-hmm. like basically, when we did our GEs, two of them were like you had to take them. Actually, three of them, like the thinking and expression one, which is like the fast one you kind of had to take that and then like the quantitative reasoning all that kind of stuff you just have to take that mm-hmm. but for the history and then like the singapore history and for the culture one you can take whatever you want so yeah. for my singapore history one i took something about like i don't know it was something about singapore society and it also classified as a sociology module Ooh. so it didn't give me soci credits but it like introduced me to some sociology topics so like mm-hmm. my ta from that is now my teacher's assistant for another sociology so generally, like, I'd, I'd like to be in the sociology sphere. And then for, like, my culture one, I'm going to be taking a Bollywood class, which wow. I am so excited to take. And I, I literally, my friends took it in the first semester. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, you have to take it, you have to take it. But then I met someone who was like, no, take it when everything goes in person. Because he took it when it was in person. And he was like, in person, they brought, like, a Bollywood dance instructor. <gasps> and we were like, and I was just like, okay, you know what? Sold. So literally, like, if you look at my big Excel sheet, Bollywood has, like, a set name in my last semester. Like, that's going to be the way I end my four years of uni, and I am so excited. But yeah, there's, like, there's so many ways to, like, do things you really want to do. Like, one of the Mm -hmm. classes in the thinking and expression mod that my friend took, she took it, it was, like, astronomy, but it wasn't even astronomy. It was just, like, stars. Like, the name, I think the class was called stars. So they would, like, go to Kentridge Park with, like, a telescope and, like, look at stars. That's so cute. And the exams were not difficult. It wasn't, I mean, she wasn't like, she had to do like physics equations or anything. I mean, it was under the physics major. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, they have majors that they're under. But it wasn't like some super technical stuff. She was just writing. I don't know. It was just like so cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think these are modules where like, if you are considering them for UEs, you can take them as like an additional UE. Like apart from yep. the main five, you can just take them as another thing mm-hmm. if you really like them. And generally, I think there's like a lot of UEs on NUS mods where all the modules are listed. They have a lot of reviews and you yes. can see, like I've heard the food science modules are actually really cool for UEs. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. I would consider that highly. I, consider that, yeah. uh-huh. I feel a little bad because um, since I'm doing a double minor, I'm actually not taking any UEs. Like all my, all oh. my fun stuff is like either the minor. Oh. Like, okay, no, I took French, like I did French again, which I guess counts as a UE. And then I took psychology thinking I might minor in it, but I didn't, but I still took it. Mm-hmm. So those are like technically my UEs. But apart from those, I'm never going to be like, oh, let me take like a random marketing class. Like, no, oh now my if gosh, I do anything, yeah. it's either my major or my minor or something else. Like it just falls into those. But the thing is like, I love my minors. So mm-hmm, it's like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like it'd be more like 
fun for you too because like you get to specialize in like those two but at the same time like take a lighter module that's more like introduction yeah. and I think like mm-hmm. yeah that's another thing I wanted to mention is that mm-hmm. so currently to minor for most subjects to minor you only need to take 20 MCs which is five Ooh, modules okay and your UEs are anywhere between 30 and 40 MCs like you mentioned right yeah yeah so you have more than enough space to use five of those as a minor so for anyone listening, like, even if you think, oh, I don't completely love this, I don't want to major in it, mm-hmm. if you have even, like, a slight interest in it, and if you're down to take five modules of it, I would really suggest minoring. Because if mm. you're already going to take a bunch of random classes, why don't you add something to your degree? Because, like, you know, when you graduate, like, it's going to say something. Like, even when you graduate, it says your LPP thing, right? I think so, because we have to take it for, like two years which is like four modules worth mm-hmm. and I think a lot of us who are in the LPP inevitably you would join or you take it as a minor German language yeah. and studies because you've already oh. spent um two years studying it why don't exactly. why just why stop there you know like why just stop there as an elective why not just go further and take it as your minor so exactly mm-hmm, yeah. yeah I feel like that's really useful advice no, I think I think that's important because like when I when I touched it, I I originally thought I was only gonna do one minor because I didn't realize oh. double minor was an option, mm-hmm. and I was just like, should I even do a double minor? But then I realized I would be taking thirty six MCs of electives, so why not just take mm-hmm. forty and do a double minor? Like if you can afford it, and some minors are a lot more difficult. I'm not gonna lie, like I think for psychology, you have to take like three or four mandatory courses, <gasps> so it, really, it doesn't leave you with a lot of choice because out of four out of your five courses are already determined. Yeah, so it's yeah. like okay whatever and some of those are like statistics and stuff so it's tough oh. but like for sociology I had to take the intro course and then do whatever you want so it's like wow. I could take sociology of food sociology of emotions like I could really do whatever because they also have a lot of options so I know this may seem like information overload to anyone who is listening mm-hmm. but if you like you know, take a second go on the NUS website write down everything you can really find some interesting stuff yes I think, like, yes sorry again like um I know if you minor in one of the Asian studies or if you minor in one of like those global studies or something or if you major in global studies I think you automatically get a minor in a language or something like, <gasps> Wait, like I have what? a friend who's like she's majoring in global studies mm-hmm. and they automatically give her a minor in any language of her choice so she's doing like a Vietnamese or something like that so I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of really fun things that no one talks about mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can like kind of kind of finesse. Mm-hmm, yeah, especially since like it's so broad. Like I know, like I like coming from business. Do you think there's enough information on the website? Like, how do you think you navigated the modules and stuff? Oh my gosh. Okay, so before I knew about the whole NUS mods thing, I was just using the NUS website and. Oh my gosh, God knows how difficult it is to navigate that website. I don't know who designed that website. I'm sorry. I just want to sit down and talk to you. Like, what, what do you think when you, like, design that website? Like, you... Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, I just can't find anything on there. Until I found, like, NUS Mods, which, honestly, this sounds mm. like you, this whole episode was sponsored by NUS Mods, but I swear, <laughs> no. I promise yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's really, really useful because you can see the whole list of modules offered there like even when I wanted to yeah and you can like do the filters like semester yeah. two no examination yeah. like oh my exactly. god exactly and even when I wanted to transfer to like CNM I can read a description of the modules like a very detailed description of the modules offered on NUS mm-hmm. mods and that gave me an idea of like whether I like that degree or like whether it's suitable for me 
especially since for general education modules or like UEs, you really don't know what it's really about. Because yeah. sometimes the titles can be really vague. Like just, just oh. like Suhana just said, the stars, the module named stars. The stars. And yeah. Stars. What, what was it? <laughs> yeah, I, I was reading on um NUS Mods one day because I was looking through what UEs to take, and then I saw this module literally called luck, and I was like, what? what? <laughs> I know they literally have the most random models, yeah. but it's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the description re- would really help you through that whole planning process. So just just rely on NUS mods, I would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one thing I learned quite recently mm-hmm. was that, especially nearer to the time of the semester starting or when like the module registration period is going on, you can kind of reverse search the modules on Luminous. Oh. So you can go on module search and then search it up. And for a lot of the modules, the syllabus is already uploaded. Like everything is uploaded. <gasps> the readings are uploaded. So you can actually get ahead. Yeah. So I did that for one of my modules this semester because I wanted to know if my favorite professor was teaching mm. it. So I searched it up and then I went to like the, the it had like the, all the prof- professors listed. So then I like scrolled through the professors and then I saw him and I was like, okay, book. So then I went to module registration and I got it. So I think that's another thing that a lot of people don't talk about is that NUS honestly offers a lot of resources. Mm. So like Luminous, it gives you every week what the topic is, what readings there are, what are like what are the little mm-hmm, questions mm-hmm. you're going to answer. So, especially because for new media, I would say, like, it's like a running joke in all of my new media friends. Every time they ask you, oh, what module are you taking? It doesn't even make sense to say the name of the module because the module is anything out of the words digital, media, culture, society, like, anything. You just pick up any two of your favorite, like, words from that and then that's it. Literally this semester, oh my goodness, I can't tell you the modules I'm taking. I'm taking a class that's literally digital media cultures. Like, that's the name. I'm taking a class that says culture and media. And then I'm taking a class that says sociology, like society and culture. Help! It is, I just don't know what's oh going on half the time. So yeah, I think like reading the descriptions is like really, really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And especially since like NUS Mods also provides the examination dates. Yeah, and mm. I feel like that's really important to plan when you plan your timetable. Because for me, I personally wouldn't choose two mods that have like consecutive examinations mm-hmm. because I know examinations um okay they sound really scary in university but I swear um it's not that scary I would say until I'm taking 1k mods I'm I'm th- I'm talking about this from a 1k no, perspective still, still. yeah so it's all right I would say but then um it the pressure is when you have to study the whole semester's worth of content which can be a lot because you know you have all those readings and three hours yeah. lectures videos to watch over and it's a lot, and also because examinations, their weightage is like 50%. I have this one module, actually oh two God. modules, that's like 50%, and I'm like, this could really like change my Ouch. grade. Yeah, so honestly, examinations are things you really need to consider because, yeah. Yeah. No, I think like I, like my personal reason for like, I mean, honestly, it just happened that I mostly landed up with classes that didn't have exams. Like even if I didn't try it, I just didn't have exams. I I mean, I still had like week 13 submissions Mm -hmm. and like, you know, like those little annoying Mm -hmm. stuff. But that exam week was free. So what happened to me was I was was always ending like four or five weeks earlier than everyone else. Because the whole recess week, I had nothing to do. And then I didn't have anything in the examination weeks. So it was just like, yeah, I'm like three weeks done before everyone else. So I think that's one thing you can check. Like when you go on NUS mods, you can search for those that don't have exams. But I don't think you should let that like particularly mm-hmm. like you know derail you. But I think this it's you're right. Like especially with fifty percent, I would I would not think mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh my gosh, I remember talking to my senior from CNM. I 
I remember talking yeah. about this to Suhan. I'm not sure, is it? Like, also because, like, one thing I realised is that CNM exams, they, their exams are not that much. Like, they don't... For now, my friend who took mm. two years in CNM, yeah. he has not had, have a single... He has not had a single exam yet. And I was like, Whoa. wait. Yeah, I, I was like, wait, how... Okay, that sounds cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. That sounds for me. But then, like... Now that I'm staying in business, I would say, um, don't stress too much about the exams. Yeah, they can be difficult, and it's a lot of information. But, um, I feel like if you've really kept up with the syllabus and just did your readings and your tutorial mm. homework, then you'll be settled. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And um, talking about tutorial homework, I feel like now that's like a topic that we need to talk about because it's quite different from <laughs> the typical homework that we have like in the school like the normal school school. system yeah Yeah. Um, because for me I know uh, I have some modules which is readings and then some modules which are like foreign posts which is for my German modules because for business mods I feel like foreign posts are not that much like mostly it's just you do yeah. yeah you do practice and like worksheets which honestly quite similar to school uh and readings mm. and basically catching up on lectures but for German is really different. Um, I think sometimes we even have to do like video projects, which is like, yeah, oh, you wow. just practice um, on a particular topic, speaking German with your friend. And um, there's even like some reading, like you have to read the whole, yeah, oh. read the whole message that they gave to you and then record and then submit it. So I feel like it could be really different. <laughs> but I feel like the workload is relatively manageable, except for like readings. I get overwhelmed with readings. I don't know. Readings are just mm-hmm. a lot. I don't know whether it's just yeah. me because like, I take so long to read it because sometimes when I read, I realize I read it, I've read it, but I haven't absorbed and it. And then I haven't like. Yeah, so I'm it. like, wait, I have to read this whole thing again, and then, wait, go back. yeah, and then the next thing I know. No, I like, I, wait, what are business readings like? Oh my like, God. what do you, what is, what is it take? Okay, okay, because we have like textbooks, right? So we have to read oh. the textbook chapters. But um, sometimes the, the prof would say, oh, the, lect- the textbooks are not necessary. So then um, they would just like b- provide you links to like Harvard Business Reviews mm. and oh. yeah, and like other um, long PDFs about... Long yeah, long PDFs <laughs> about, oh, this, this topic and that topic. So it's a lot about that. But some of the times also it's more of like they ask you to read the slides before you go to lectures because they know that the lectures will be overwhelming oh. so they're like oh you have to read the slides right. yeah so how about you Suhan how is your reading like because I know it can be quite yeah. heavy no like <laughs> when my sister used to mention readings I was like what do you mean reading? <laughs> I just don't know what yeah, she yeah. Said, you know like she's like I don't know my readings I was like what are you saying really but so for anyone listening readings are like God, I don't even know what I'm myself <laughs> They're, they could vary in length and they could either be um, like the history of a topic. It could be a theory and like explaining mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the theory, which I get a lot. It could be just like general information about a specific topic. Like for global studies, I have readings on like the UN or the international labor. Like how, do, how do those things get formed? Like it could just be readings on that. Or it could be like an opinion piece. Like you just read someone's opinion, yes. but it's like 15 pages of just an opinion <laughs> to words like an event oh or something like that like for new media yeah like I 
wow like sometimes they ha- most of them are like theory related mm-hmm. i would say like oh like coldry established this theory and then he just goes into it and it's like you need to like read that like i remember i think the worst tutorial type of thing i had was my ta would give us like four questions mm-hmm. based on <gasps> the readings and then we would come to class and it would be a two hour long thing and we would talk like on each question and we had we had to talk so much and they were all and it was like a sociology module so they were all like really loaded theories and just felt like a mm-hmm. lot so you had to do the reading like you couldn't like skip mm-hmm. out of that like i like the tutorials like i took this one class it's my favorite mod to date um it was called social psychology of new media it was oh, it was such a beautiful model so in that like our mm-hmm. tutorials were really fun they would be like oh like prepare an avatar so i would make like a bitmoji or like some sort of thing and then we would just talk about avatars and then we would talk about like how people represent themselves and how you can see your social psyche. I mean, yeah, it was social psychology and new media. So it was like talking about all of that mm-hmm. kind of fun stuff. But I like the tutorials that are more like gamified, yes. if that makes sense. Like we're doing something different, yes, yes. you know? Like I don't like to regurgitate the lecture. I, oh, I don't like mm-hmm. tutorials that are like, tell me everything you learned from the lecture. I think those ones are, those ones like don't get anything in mm-hmm. my brain. I'm more of like, um, like I have this one class where every tutorial, she'll put up like a new article and then we'll read it and analyze it. And it's not directly about the lecture. Yes. It's, like, it's like kind of like, you know, like a little uh-huh. different, right? So yeah, so I think that's one thing to keep in mind that your lectures and tutorials might be very, very different and your readings might also mm-hmm. be really different. But yeah, like for global studies, readings are really, really important. For social, for, even for sociology, I would say they are quite important because I don't know, these are subjects that require a lot on like, like global studies requires a lot of world mm-hmm. knowledge and then sociology requires a lot of all these like Weber, Marx, like all these like theory guys. But new media, like sometimes I just land up and I just say whatever I want because it's like, New media is all around you. Yeah, you can just say yeah. whatever you want. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, so for anyone listening, like, don't be scared about the idea of exams. Like, I know I mentioned that my exams are usually broken up over the semester into like 10%, 20%, mm-hmm. 30%. But like, don't let it scare yes. you. The first semester is obviously going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. So like, I know it gets a little tough. But yeah, by, by the time it ends, you'll get mm-hmm. used to it. You'll figure out your working style. You'll see how you want to take your modules. You'll see what you particularly like. And yeah, if anything, you can hit both of us up. We would love to. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Especially if you want to take business or comps. Anything at all. Anything. But yeah, do you have any like final life lessons or like one big learning? One big learning. Um, mm-hmm. Final life lessons. Okay. Wow, that is so difficult to answer. It's such a big question. Okay. Um, <laughs> for me, I guess it would be stay organized, Um, stay on the ball, you know. Don't let yourself fall behind because that's the moment when you'll get overwhelmed, drowning in all your submissions. Yeah, yeah just try to stay up to date. Uh, keep up with the weeks and all your readings and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Suhana, what about you? Anything else to add? <laughs> um, I think, like, one thing I learned in my two years, which I, like, I'll always... Yeah, I think one thing is, um, like, just stay true to yourself mm-hmm. and, like, do what feels right to you. Like, I think I mentioned that when I said, like, oh, do you want to do odd weeks or even weeks? Or do you want to, like, bulk up your semesters? Like, everyone is different, so it's fine if you don't do the same thing. Like, if it's, I know some people who love watching the lectures every week. And, like, okay, obviously, I guess you should do that. But to me, like, I like, you know, just, like, doing it just before the exams. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway, but, like... Do what feels right to yeah, you and don't, like, compare yourself to mm-hmm. others. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you'll be fine. Like, if it works for you, it works for yes. you. So, like, don't beat yourself up on yeah. like, if it doesn't. Study hard, not study smart people. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't the other way around? Oh, study hard, not 
study smart, not study hard. Oh my god, what did I say? My brain is like lagging right now. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a good way. Study smart, not yes, study hard. Yes. I think that's like the biggest thing about you. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, so just don't stress out too much. Don't compare your, yourself to others too much. I feel like that's a really big thing also. That's mm-hmm. really tough, yeah. yeah cause, and this, everyone's around. Yeah, because like especially since you're in NUS, right, it's really competitive. But as long as you just manage your, yourself and just go at your own pace, I think you'll be fine. For sure. But, um, yeah, so this was... You, you need, need to, to hear, hear this! And uh, you guys are listening to Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I really liked it. I think it's like it's nice to reminisce. <laughs> yes, I feel like it's a really like oh flashbacky episode. But like, oh, yeah, gosh. hope it helped you at least because like hopefully our experiences help someone somewhere. <laughs> someone. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see you guys next week. See you. And this is Belinda. And I'm Sohana. Yep. Yeah. We'll be signing off now. Bye. Bye. Bye.